0: Fuck the theme song today Fuck it Ain't nobody got time for that Ain't nobody got time for a 30 second theme song Alright, so here's the deal Uh, What's happened is I've outgrown my tiny little bandwidth allotment Because I'm so hugely popular Due to my comedic genius That uh, the technology has run out So I'm going to have to buy more, which unfortunately for everyone means more me. Because if I'm paying for it, I'm going to use it. So I'm going from like 70 minutes to like three hours and a bit per month allotment. And I really can't afford it. But I figure, whatever. Sarah's like, it's like $75. It's okay. It's your hobby. You can do it. And she knows how much I like doing it. Because there's nothing better than talking to yourself and hoping that someone gives a shit. It's a lonely life a lonely fucking life. So I recorded some audio that I'll play in just a bit from, uh, my car today, which is probably not the best idea, but you know, sometimes you kind of like, you're done work, you're relaxed, you're sweaty, your pistons are firing, do pistons fire? Pistons are pumping, and, uh, it's just like a good time to talk shit out that nobody cares about. But I had two weird things happen to me, so I thought I would share those. But, um... There was something that happened to me today that I didn't disclose on that clip, so I'll say it right now. I got into a fight with a midget ginger today. Uh, At work, I go to a certain place, and my job is to take the outgoing meal and take it back with me. Put it in my truck and take it away. Now, I go to two of those types of places. One of them is wonderful. I push the buzzer. An adorable young lady or a very nice gentleman come immediately. And they say, oh, good morning. How are you today? And I say, I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Like civilized adults. And now there's this other place that I go to that shall remain nameless. And I go there and I push the buzzer and I wait. And I wait. And I wait. And then I push the buzzer again. And then again. And then again. And then again. And then again. Because I'm waiting. And I'm still fucking waiting. And why isn't anybody coming to the fucking door? Because I'm waiting, you know what I mean? It's just really aggravating, and one time they left me out there for I swear to God, hand to God No exaggeration here, 10 minutes I waited outside, and it was fucking raining And eventually I got sick of fucking waiting, so I traipsed my fat ass to the front door and went inside And every person I saw stalking a shelf, I gave the evil eye to You know where you point to your eyes and you point at them and you're like, fuck you man, it's fucking raining, you know? So I go through and then I talk to the kid at the post outlet and I'm like, hey, did the buzzer not work? He's like, oh, were you buzzing? And I was like, dude, totally outside, totally fucking raining. I'm totally fucking wet. I didn't say that. I didn't say any of that because I'm professional. But uh, I was like, OK, so you didn't hear it buzz? She's like, he's like, oh, well, I heard it that last time. I thought, you still didn't come to the fucking... Because, like, I had, I had to walk around the entire building. That took at least a minute. And he still didn't go to the back door to see what was up. So I, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. So I, I'm frustrated. And the other thing that irritates me about this place... And not just me, by the way, but we'll just pretend it's just me. They leave, like, two feet for you to get through the door. Like, for whatever reason, there's pallets and milk crates and the same, like, seven or eight boxes of stuff... That's been sitting there for two months now And I don't get it Because like it's a fire hazard And it's really fucking irritating Because a lot of the things are parcels <clears throat> And a lot of the things are wider than two feet So you've got to kind of like balance things And now I have to make more trips Because I can't fit through the door Because of the stuff And it, I don't know how important that fucking stuff is Because it's been there forever So like move it And it's not just me right I'm not the only person coming in and out of there It's not even safe for them Anyway so today, uh, I pushed the button, and I waited a minute, and I pushed the button again, because I don't know, can they hear me? Can they not hear me? Every other time, I'd have to sit out there for, like, three, anywhere from three to five minutes, which is really fucking irritating. I, I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm in a rush. ha <laughs> That leads to good things. So I I pushed the button, I think I pushed it three times, and then this little tiny ginger that, like, works there or whatever... He's like an overdressed, he's a sprite I don't know, maybe midget's not the right word He's a little bit taller than a midget He's like maybe five four. he's about my height I kind of feel like I look down on him But maybe it's because I look down on him as a human being Not as, you know, physically So he, uh He's like, yeah You only have to buzz once And I was like He's like, yeah, you buzz like three times in two minutes And maybe if somebody's not coming It means they're busy and I was like, okay, but I can't tell if it's buzzing. Like, I can't hear anything. And nine times out of ten, I stand outside for about three or five minutes. Almost every day. He's like, would you say it's a chronic problem? I'd say, yeah, you know, it happens quite often. And one time I was out there, and then I told him in the rain story about how I was outside for ten minutes. And then he just didn't talk to me again. And I thought, okay, like, I, okay, I'm an adult. I understand his frustration about the buzzer being buzzed. But I, I more, I more so understand that hey, that buzzing is fucking irritating. How can I make that buzzing stop? Holy shit! Why don't I answer the fucking door? Because it's not necessarily just me. I mean, the Coke guy's got to come, and the Chip guy's got to come, and the ice cream man's got to come. Like I'm not the only one doing this, obviously, because you can't tell who's at the door because I'm there at all different times. So you're just a dink, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're forty. I'm sorry you're a ginger. I'm sorry you're shorter than the average man. And I'm also sorry that you're a little bitch. But I'm trying really hard. So what I've decided to do is I'm going to buzz. And then I'm going to put a timer on my phone. Because you know when you think a minute's gone by, but it hasn't? It's only been like f- four seconds? I-, I don't trust myself to not buzz that thing every five seconds just to be a fucking cunt. Eh. <coughs> 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 like, just... Forever until someone shows up Just to drive that little ginger fucking crazy Alright, well uh, Short story long uh, I didn't get into a boxing match And I really probably shouldn't be telling you this But I was, I was really nice to him I was polite the whole thing And then I'm pretty sure I'm not the only person Who has a problem with that tiny little Fucking redheaded smurf <clears throat> Okay, so I let that all out And that's cool, that's cool No need to get upset about that uh, Let's just take a minute Good, good, regrouped We're cool now we can get back to the clip that I recorded earlier in my car. When you listen to that story, I want you to remember, like this doesn't make any sense right now, but just I want you to keep in mind when you listen to the stories to come that Armlegs is married to a not-too-bad-looking lady, okay? So just just remember that Armlegs is married, and you'll understand what I mean In about 10 minutes all right thanks so much and all your new listeners you are awesome i love you all each individually for those special qualities that only you and i know about you uh so thanks a lot for showing up for whatever fucking reason and i hope you stick around i know this is kind of lame sauce here me talking to you like you can hear me except i you can hear well you can hear me oh okay what The, the whole fucking point is that you can hear hear me Okay, so this is just like one huge, long, one sided conversation that nobody gives a fuck about. And that's what podcasting is? Hmm. Interesting. Interesting theory. Okay, listen. Uh, I'm Sandra D. Sanchez on Twitter. Same on Facebook. There's a change of address Facebook page you can listen to. We are now on Stitcher. I'm waiting for my good friend uh, who's done an exceptional job of tolerating me. Uh, Max from the 40 year old boy podcast Which you should all listen to as well uh, Is designing a new logo And it's been in the works for a while But you know, things get busy Then there's the holidays And then there's like the winter holocaust thing That we all have in Winnipeg And shit just got busy So he's designing a logo And I'm really excited about it And it's kind of fun And there's a rainbow in it A rainbow Okay, listen to this bullshit And pretend you like it, bye Hello, hello, hello Okay So I can hear me in my headphones And it's weird because it's echoey But this is the first try Recording something while I'm driving, not at work. I'm not driving a work truck, so just just calm down, okay? Just driving my own car. I don't have the air conditioning on so you can hear me better, but this is it The first try at this It's kind of distracting. I'm a distracted driver right now I really shouldn't be doing this while I'm driving, but I am okay, so let's get to the point here. Let's get to brass tacks Uh, One of us shouldn't be drinking and podcasting. Am I right? I'm right there are several things I did on last week's show that sucked. Uh, one of which was drinking, the second one was, I said asshole, approximately 48,000 times. Hang on, bumpy, bumpy. Oh, ah, B. Um, ambient noise, ambient noise. Um, and uh, the other thing I said was that uh, you should walk swiftly and carry a big stick. Yeah, uh-huh. Softly. Walk softly, big stick swiftly to fall down and then I said that Sarah was 34 and she's in fact 33 uh, I'm trying to think of what else I screwed up uh, anyway that won't be happening again like uh, on a scale of one to ever again it'll be never never again I don't know what number that is but never again is why I'm doing that again uh, okay so today I had a weird mailman experience um, I had a passport I knocked on someone's door and through the screen door I hear a hey Hey! What's up? What do you want? Okay, so I walk up the steps, look into the screen door to see What's a matter? And there is a postmenopausal woman standing there with a very small hand towel covering her entire body. So I was like, I hope I didn't make a face, but I think I might have made a face. Because I was like, Whoa, what, what is the matter with you? I said, oh, sorry, sorry, ma'am. Like, I had, you know, I had made the decision to come to her door in uh, Kleenex. But, like, it was my fault, you know? Idiot. What did she think was going to be at the other side of the door? A stranger, of course. Anybody else would just come in. Stupid. So she's like, okay, be right back. And I was like, ah, because that's always my response when I'm uncomfortable. "Ah." Do you like it? No, I don't think so. So she comes back with a robe on. And I thought, so you had the robe the whole time, did you? Did you have the robe this entire fucking time and you came to the door in that tiny towel? Like, it wasn't even wrapped around her. It was like she had held it vertically to cover herself. I I don't know the game plan there. I don't know what her deal was, but I was very unimpressed with the whole thing. So that was my first mailman adventure. Like, why is it never a hot chick that comes to the door in those situations? It's always like a gross guy with an erection or it's like an old haggard chick. I don't get it. Knock, knock. Knock, knock robe. All right, that's it for the first part of this shitbox show. Okay, I'm back. So the other weird thing that happened to me today, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, I told this story once on RTS. Uh, I was very newly pregnant at the time and working in, a the same area I am right now. And there was a guy I called Arm Legs. I don't know if you remember him. He's like 50-ish and, uh, his... Legs look like arms, like they just kind of, he's, he's in a wheelchair of some kind, like a mechanical one, like a motorized one. And they just kind of like lay there. They're like a, I don't know, they're like a three-year-old's legs, but they just kind of lay there limp and all kind of weird. And uh, the last time I had seen this guy, he, you know, we'd make con- play conversation every day because he'd magically just be sitting outside every fucking time I came by with the mail, every day, like clockwork. And, uh, you know, I did a lot of the, (laughs) which I guess he took to be flirting. I'm not entirely sure. But the funny thing about, uh, being unattractive, like, I'm not, I'm not terribly unattractive, but I'm not, like, I'm a three. I'm a good, I'm a solid three. But for a lesbian, I'm a five, maybe a five and a half. But for regular people, I'm a three. Unless, of course, uh, you're Mr. Armlegs, to which I am, uh, irresistible. So the last time around, this was... Man, how many years ago was that now? Three years ago, maybe now? Maybe two? And uh, he was um, talking to me, and one day he drove by in his uh, specially equipped vehicle because his arm legs don't work, so I'm assuming he steered and hit the gas with the steering wheel with his hands, maybe? I don't know. I, I just... This whole thing's weird. So the thing... The point I'm trying to make is the part about being unattractive to the whole of society, really, is that guys like this, Mr. Armlegs... Uh, think they have a chance with you because you're just ugly enough to maybe go for it. He, he has a smidgen of a chance, there's a little bit of hope there. And he tried. So he pulled up in his uh, van wagon Tony Danza rape Uh and uh, asked me if he could have my phone number and maybe we could go for a drink sometime. And I'm not entirely sure what my reaction was, but I feel like it was something along the lines of, no? I don't think that's appropriate or something like that but really what I really was saying is is I'm a little too pretty for you arm legs like not much but just a little so that's the last time I had seen arm legs really Uh, magically the next day he wasn't on the steps anymore and a couple months after that I just moved on to something else and uh, so the other day I'm not the day I fell I should have told this the other day when I told the story about how I fell down Uh, the day I fell my scanner the battery popped out or something happened it wasn't working at at his next door neighbor's house and of course I had a registered uh, letter for the neighbor and I'm standing there and I'm like okay you know what I tell the guys who's home I said look I have a registered letter for you but my scanner's not working so I'm just gonna sit here because it takes five minutes for it to reboot and uh, he's like okay so I sat on the steps and tinkered with the scanner and guess who wheels himself around the corner arm legs He's like, oh, are you the male again? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, okay, good, good, good to have you back. Good to see ya. And I was like, uh-huh. okay, okay, yeah. He must think he has an even bigger chance now because I'm fat, which is fucking super. I also have one more story that has actually nothing to do with what I'm talking about currently, but it kind of is in the same theme of being a three, dressed up as a three, I was at a strip bar once, and uh, I was with a couple guys from work, as per usual, because I would never really go to a strip club alone, ever. And we're sitting there, I'm getting kind of tanked, and I go to the bathroom. And I get in there, and of course it's a disgusting bathroom, I'm pretty sure I got some kind of hepatitis or something from sitting there. I think I got pregnant. I think that's when I got pregnant, yeah, I think I sat I sat on the sink, or I sat on the toilet there maybe, and I think I got, that's how I got pregnant, I'm pretty sure. So there's no toilet paper in any of the stalls because why would there be because I don't know I guess whores just wipe their hands with their or wipe their crotches with their hands I guess I don't know hang on hang on hold on big turn here big turn and uh so I do what I have to do I get out wash my hands wasn't any soap either yeah I know big fucking surprise there and uh I, I get out and there's a man staked out, I'm an unattractive man. I mean, all men are unattractive to me, but I appreciate uh, pretty ones. This one, not pretty, like not at all. He wasn't even a three. He was like a he was like a one and a half. And uh, I get out there and he's like, hey, you know, I noticed you sitting around. Uh, they call it Sniffers Row when you sit right around where the pole is. He's like, yeah, I noticed you sitting there with you, with your buddies or whatever. And uh, I was just wondering if I could get your number, maybe we could go out sometime and I looked at him and I'm like is this guy really trying to pick up a woman at a strip club like is that his plan does that seem like a good plan to you it seems like a stupid plan so I looked him square in the face and I said listen I know you hear this a lot but I'm gay like I'm but I'm really gay I mean one in ten of all the women you hit on is actually gay and I'm probably the one that's actually gay Shame on you. Shame on you. I just want to look at the titties just like everyone else. Don't discriminate against me. I'm not here for you, idiot. <sighs> Women. I mean, men. Arm legs. Ugh. And that was my first, I don't know, car chat. I want to do some kind of alliteration there. Track talk? I haven't really thought this out. I, I don't know what the hell you'd call it. But I was, okay, I, I'm on Twitter Like I was telling you to go follow me at uh, whatever, douchebagcunt.com or whatever. And I came across this yes, women thing. And I'm trying to figure out what it's about and what's going on. And I'm pretty dense in the head. But what I came across with this kid, Elliot Rogers, the one that he shot up like six people or something. And he had a YouTube video that I watched that just creeped me the fuck out. Man, this kid is fucking weird. And he's rich apparently. His dad is the assistant director for the Hunger Games. And uh, his his qualm is he ain't going to get no pussy, which is cool. I And he goes on to say that he's 22 and he's never kissed a girl. Who wrote a song about that? 38 years old, never kissed a girl. But okay, I'm not professing to know anything about mental illness. I don't understand it. I I am obviously too dumb for this. He was seeing some kind of therapist or something. But there's a part of me that thinks... Okay, like forget. let's forget the mental illness part Which is a huge part, you know But let's just pretend this is just some regular guy Some regular 22 year old dude He's never gotten any pussy And he feels like he never will Alright, now So your solution To never being kissed And never having a girl like, like you Or even acknowledge you in any way, really Is to kill them And then take your own life? There's a few things wrong with this scenario the most, for the most part, I would say the, the thing you're screwing up is that. Once you're dead, you're not going to get any pussy either, so why not take a few more at bats, go for some low hanging fruit? Maybe there's an ugly girl you could sidle up to. I mean, you didn't. Okay, he specified the pretty ones going off with these big, uh, idiots, and he was like a beautiful, magnificent man, and nobody wants anything to do with him. It's because you're fucking creepy, a, and b. Maybe don't go for the fucking cheerleaders you're first at bat. You know, take a few swings, see what you can do. My other thing is, like, why not get a hooker at that point? If you want to just get it over with, go to a professional. Pay. You have money. You're in a BMW. Spend $500, get some professional pussy. You can have the pretty one. Pretty one might be a 1000 but splurge on it. And then you'll get some fucking tang and you can go on with the rest of your life. You'll be okay. A couple, a little bit of practice... Anyway, I, I really don't get it. I don't understand. It's beyond my realm. But all I can try to do is uh, maybe do the best I can to raise my son to not objectify women like that. It's almost like he saw these women as status symbols, and he was, of course, the beta male, which there's nothing wrong with being a beta male. They're very in right now. These alpha males, meh. Beta's where it's at, dude. Like, I wish I could have had a conversation with this kid. You got to keep trying. How many guys don't get fucked to the, like, 30? Like, Pete Holmes was what? He got laid yesterday. Pretty sure. He had to get married to get some pussy. I don't know. I think I'm gonna need someone to teach me to stop objectifying women before I can teach my kid to not do it either. Hmm. I should really talk to lengths about this. I'm sure there's a lot he can teach me. Like how a fat, ugly girl's better than no girl. And a fat, ugly girl's definitely better than shooting a bunch of strangers and then turning the gun on yourself and getting no girl.